the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening. One of the things that I like to do is look around. I am considered a Generation Xer. And some Generation Xers are still... Are they in their 30s? Yeah. So some Xers are 30s and mostly in their 40s. Uh, Millennials are 18 to 35-ish, roughly. Now, there's different... We're at different ages. We're at different stages. Um, some have started families early. Some have started families late. In your 20s, it's easy to say, fund your 401k. And that's a good idea. In your 30s, you need to start you know, looking around and figure out where you are. I love the 401k, 403b, 457. It has high annual contribution limits, 18000 Contributions get swept into account directly from your paycheck before taxes, before federal taxes, like magic. Ta-da! A lot of the plans at larger companies offer access to um, really low-cost mutual funds or really low-cost index funds. Uh, lifestyle funds are great, and you know those funds that are called like. Uh, target date, your target date retirement, if the year is 2020 and you're going to retire in 30 years, your target date is 2050, so it's called target date 2050 at Freedom Funds. They have like these funny names for them. They don't call them mutual funds because people think I could lose money. It's your target retirement date. Like, sounds good. Um, so in your 30s, it's really easy to start figuring out you know, the money angles that you need to do. You have to make more. You have to save more. You have to take on as much risk as you can stomach. I don't like bonds in my 30s. So I didn't own any bonds. That means I kicked the, the market's butt because I took on some more risk. But it means I took on some more risk, which it didn't bite me this time, but maybe it bites me sometime. In your 30s, you want to seek inexpensive diversification. 
uh, you shouldn't dump all your stock and raise cash so you can get into that Snapchat IPO or down the road Uber IPO or what have you. You shouldn't do it. The hot sexy IPO. Um, good diversification is great. So the SP 500 is not great diversification. It's some diversification, but it's mainly large companies. Um, it's some international exposure, which is good, but it's missing small and mid-sized companies. So you want to start thinking about that. And I think in your 30s, it's super important to take off those retirement blinders. You know, when you watch the Clydesdales, here comes the bud, here here comes the king, here comes the king, he's number one. You see these big horses with blinders on. That's great. But you don't want to have blinders on about retirement. You can't say, well, I need to save money now. Or you can't, no, you do need to say that. You can't say, eh, 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 error, error, reboot. Um, you can't have blinders on right now and say to yourself, like, oh, I got 10 more years. I got 15 more years. I'll think, I'll worry about it when the kids are in college. Because college is going to suck money out of you like a, like a vampire sucks, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let's, let's just change the song. It's going to suck money out of you like a stuck pig. Nothing I'm saying is working right, but take the retirement blinders off. you got to stop saying, I need a vacation now. You have to start saying, can I afford a vacation? Can I afford to have kids and send them to college? Do I have enough for down payment? What happens if I buy a house and, oh, suddenly I'm going to have to unclog my own gutters, and I have to pay for that? So you really got to start thinking about all the ramifications of money in your 30s. But in your 20s... You don't really get the ramifications. So what I did, uh, I set up the old DVR tape, because I always want to try to understand millennials, right? I set up the old DVR to tape uh, an MTV show called Stranded with a million dollars. I figured I could learn something, right? So I knew a girl a couple years ago that her boyfriend watched nothing but the Kardashians, and I was like, that's not looking good for your marriage. It was a fiancé kind of thing. And she agreed, and she dumped them. Uh, but Stranded with a Million Dollars teaches you a lot about millennials. Um, the concept of the game is you're stranded with a million dollars to spend on a variety of food. So it's kind of like Survivor, but with a million dollars. You get a million dollars to spend on food, tools, luxuries, but they're at outrageous prices. So you think you're in the money. You're in the money. You're in the money. But a pot's going to cost you $300. And it's 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 beach survival, but it's not crazy. It's not you know they're not putting you through living hell, but they're put in Fiji. Uh, you have to last forty days, and when those forty days are over, you get to divide whatever's left over for that million dollar bounty. Now, everyone in America who's over thirty five has that preconceived notion that millennials are lazy and they don't value money. And what happens during the forty days is that you learn that you're wrong. Uh, notion's totally wrong. Now, you put people in a harsh environment and you give them a financial windfall, that's not exactly real life. But it does show you some of the psychological behaviors, the social behaviors, the financial behaviors, uh, the ideas that we don't want to be judged uh, for what we do. And you put young, good-looking people in this scenario and it's damn good entertainment. 
The biggest strategic mistake was contenders failed to invest their money early on so that it could help them win later. So one of the biggest mistakes that I saw was that early on in the show, there were cast members who didn't understand the idea that you have to spend some money now in order to win or gain money later on. Um, so they were trying to be frugal and not spend one penny ever. They have to, you have to be willing to invest small amounts in survival in order to win in the end. So the people that didn't, they didn't make it to the end. And you can imagine that's true about you, right? You have to be willing to invest in your education. It costs a lot of money, but hopefully it gets you a little bit of bang for your buck in income. Uh, you have to be able to invest your money in insurance just in case something bad goes wrong. You don't end up dead broke because of it. So you have to spend in order to earn or in order to survive. Another lesson that you can learn from the show is that some cast members did come around to the idea that early strategic purchasing would really pay off, and it's considered course correction. So if you're going to spend $30,000 in a pot, you might as well do it on day one as opposed to doing it halfway through because you've been drinking dirty water for 20 days and now you're sick and diarrhea, diarrhea. You have to say it twice to make it sound nice. Okay, now it makes it sound worse. Um, people think they're getting ripped off spending $30,000 in a pot when it's a game show that gives you a million dollars with a concept of everything's going to be expensive. Um, now, there was in- some interesting things that happened was that they bonded over views around money, some of the survivors who were playing the game. And I think that's super important. Uh, if you're willing to delay gratification for the long-term good, you find another person who's willing to delay gratification for the long-term good, you end up bonding, and you have you know something to work off of. If you're the free spirit who's like, oh, I don't care, it's just money, you run out of money fast. And I think social bonding teaches you a little bit about relationships and money. Um, in the real world, a lot of people won't get along who she's a spender and he's a saver because they're going to fight over money. But in the game, they actually worked well together when they had that same concept. That's the real world as well. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Now, 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Good day for the stock market uh, on Monday. Was followed by a bad day on Tuesday. Um, still, you kind of look at it and you go, it's kind of more positive than negative. Big slide in oil prices um, has been one of the big culprits for the, the lower activity. Uh, there is a headline outside um, of Iran. 
day tied towards OPEC production cuts. Um, it's certainly a self-serving headline, uh, and there's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction there because nothing's been agreed to, and until it is, it's not been agreed to. FedEx, Adobe, Red Hat, CarMax all exceeded consensus earnings expectations by a comfortable margin. FedEx is a good sign uh, for the economy because we ship a lot of packages. Um, Bank of America, Merrill Lynch downgraded Intel to neutral from buy. Lots of competition out there from companies like uh, AMD and uh, NVIDIA. Uber CEO Travis Kalanick has resigned amid investors' pressure to do so. We'll talk about that. But first and foremost, let's bring on CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. We know that estate plan laws change on a regular basis. High income got hit a little bit in the 2012-2013 changes. How will that affect what the high income gives to charity? CFP Chad Burton, New Focus Financial, what's your thoughts? Well, you know, I think all in all in terms of charity, any kind of a tax increase tends to hurt charitable contributions. Right. Um, It just takes more out of people's pocket when a tax increase goes up, so charities don't like to see that type of a tax increase. Um, We did get an extension of one thing that's actually a a pretty good deal for people that have higher net worth, worth, and you have, let's say you're a person, you've got plenty of assets to live, and you give on a regular basis, and you hit 70 and a half, and you're forced to pull money out of your IRAs, and you don't really need it to live. You're going to leave it to your favorite charity or your kids. Well, one of the things you can do through 2013 is you can take your minimum required distribution up to $100,000 and give it directly to charity and avoid paying taxes on it. In the past, there used to be complicated amounts in terms of how much you could write off, but the IRS through 2013 allows you to deduct that. You you know, get as taxable income, but turn around and deduct 100% of it right away as long as it goes directly to charity. So that's one good thing. But some of the high income earners, so really who got hit with the tax increases, you know, January 1st, 2013 is people that mostly make over 450,000 filing jointly or 400,000 single. People that make over 250, they have a a slight increase in their um, uh, dividends and capital gains uh, taxes. Yep. Um, but they're still at the 15% bracket. There's a 3.8% increase, but really who can benefit? Wealthy people that make over 450, it really, I think, will cause the use again of what's called charitable remainder trusts, which are some of, it's one of my favorite planning techniques because everybody wins except for the IRS. So that'll, get, cha- that'll change. No, I, I don't think it will. I think really? this will be around for a long time just because it, it, it benefits charity so much, and it doesn't really take a, a lot out of the government's pocket. So let's say you're 60 years old, and you've got a bunch of low basis stock, and you want to sell 500000 of this stock, essentially as a zero-cost basis. Maybe you were an early investor. Maybe it was ESPPs or options that you got from where you used to work, and it's rallied a lot. So you've got 500000 You really want to sell it and you know start income producing from that asset. But in California, if you're a high-income earner, and you've got $500,000 of capital gains, you're going to pay about $169,000 in taxes, right, if it's a gain of that much. So what you could do instead is you could pick your favorite charity that you want to have benefit after you die, and you can create a charitable remainder trust. So once you create the trust, you have an attorney drafted up, you create it, it's irrevocable, um, and then you open a brokerage account in the name of that trust, and you transfer the shares in kind into that trust. And you're going to get a large tax deduction depending on your age and how much you say you're going to pull out each year. So that could be around 110000 bucks, for example, depending on how you set it up. 
And you can use that deduction up over five years. So really what that could do is that gift of 500000 into a charitable remainder trust could create about a $49,000 tax benefit. We can reduce your tax liability over five years by about 49000 And once that stock, Rob, is in the trust, you can turn around and sell it and re-diversify your portfolio without any current capital gains taxes because the trust is shielded from that original sale of that assets. And then you can take income for life. And let's say that's 6% or thirty grand a year. Um, so you're able to sell it without a big capital gains hit. You get a large tax deduction and income for life. Um, and then your charity wins after you pass away. The only thing you have to do is make sure that you want to benefit your kids. So there's a, another step that you have to take. Um, and this is one area where life insurance comes into play in planning, and um, it, it's called an irrevocable life insurance trust. So what you've just done is you win because you get income for life, and you get a large tax deduction. Right. Your charity wins because they're going to get what's left over in that trust when you pass away. So what you have to do to replace that for your heirs is you set up another trust called an irrevocable life insurance trust, and you take some of that $30,000 a year of income that you have and buy a $500,000 life insurance policy that's held in the trust, and then the kids get that completely tax-free. So the only person that's the only entity that's out of the picture is Uncle Sam. They don't get you know they don't get the estate tax when you die. They don't get that initial huge capital gains tax, and you get a tax deduction, which essentially helps pay for the life insurance. So it's a great estate planning tool if you are wanting to benefit a charity, you're a high income earner, and um, and you need to get rid of some low basis stock, for example. I like it. It's an evolution as tax laws change. You have to evolve with the times, see what's available. That was CFP Chad Burton talking a little about higher income plays with estate planning and helping charities so that they get theirs and everyone's pleased with the outcome. It's Rob Black and Your Money on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. It's Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's a seminar always coming up. And when I say always coming up, it feels like I've been doing this forever, right? Uh, But there is an event coming up uh, in Birmingham, and it's a lunchtime event. And it's the last time I'll be in that part of the uh, uh, peninsula. I guess you'd call that Northern Peninsula, right? I'm not sure. But it's an event coming up uh, 11 to 1 in Birmingham at the Doubletree by Hilton Hotel. Uh, 11 to 1. It's kind of a got an added bonus session, too, that we've never done. So it's a breakout session after the event's over, tied towards retirement income strategies and estate planning. It'll be retirement tips for self-employed and contract professionals, and that'll go for about 30 or 40 minutes, uh, depending on the number of questions. You can learn more about the event. So if you're uh, in retirement or getting close to retirement, it's a great day for you. It's 11 to 1. Lunch will be served. And you could... Um, Sign up and get in free if, as a radio listener to use the code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. It's coming up on the 13th of July, right around the corner. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Call Rob Black now. 
800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. A lot happened in the world, right? Social videos are taking um, society by storm. Mobile wallets are adding value to the users. The grocery industry is moving online. Snapchat and Amazon are rattling the digital ad space. More information on autonomous road test, car road test, autonomous car road test is the right way of saying that, I think. Um, virtual reality hardware is competing with popular gaming consoles now, and uh, the experience just isn't quite there yet, but we're pushing it. Companies like AMD and NVIDIA are selling more semiconductors because of the virtual reality push, so there's definitely ways to invest around this. Um, in just showing you like what a crazy world we live in and how we can invest... Mattel stock is lower today after they introduced um, Barbie's new boyfriend, Ken. He got a huge makeover. Uh, he looks a little bit like President Obama now. Um, one of I them, appreciate yeah, that. Kind of, he's now got a dad bod, perhaps fittingly as he has been on the scene since the early 60s. Uh, he's losing his six-pack. He's got different seven skin tones. Eight hair colors and nine hairstyles, including cornrows and a man bun. Um, he's got a lot of plaid clothes now, and this is all tied towards uh, Mattel trying to, you know, breathe some life into that that franchise. Um, Hasbro, you know, seems to be the winner at this point in time because they get all the Disney princess characters. Uh, I'm not a fan of Mattel in any way, shape, or form. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. It's kind of interesting. The LA Times is uh, an online paper that I'll check out on occasion. And at the bottom of the online page, more often than not, uh, they throw in hot properties. And they, should, they throw in celebrity and luxury homes. And, like, you know, here's a hockey player. He's selling his home for $2.8 million. Uh, uh, Suicide Squad, Squad star Joel Kinnaman wraps up a home sale in Hollywood Hills for $2.2 million. And, you know, One Republic's Ryan Tetterless's Beverly Hills home for $12.7 million. Um, it's fa- America has a fascination with, like, celebrities and real estate. And when you put the two together, uh, there's something to be said there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's... Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Let's bring in Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com. Talk a little real estate with us. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Ultimately, if you take a look at the results of Tesla and SolarCity in the last three years, they just lose, and I wish I could curse here, they just lose boatloads, just boatloads of money. It's If you were to imagine, and it's at the force of like explosive diarrhea, <laughs> so they they lose boatloads of money. Another one of those images that uh, nobody needs to have. If you look at their quarterly reports, it's like, <laughs> no, God, please, no, no, it's ca- no. It's cash everywhere, um, and it's a problem. 
So they're eventually, that's going to hurt their stock because they have to issue more stock in order to replace that. So like a lot of people are probably buying in Reno right now. And you may remember um, Tesla took over Solyndra in Fremont for their manufacturing. Um, so someone, I think, at some point in time is going to take over Tesla for their manufacturing, and they're going to get it at a steal that all the shareholders put all this money into. But I, I don't know. You're seeing Volkswagen's going to come out with an electric car next year, and it's it's rumored to get way more mileage per charge than Tesla. I, I can tell you that a lot of people in Reno are are – Really hoping that Tesla doesn't fail, doesn't they? They follow through with their promise. Uh, home prices in in the southern part of the city have gone up. The condos downtown have gone up. Um, I think it was like fifteen percent in one year in one of the areas in 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 Reno. Uh, it's still quite a bit of a drive to get out to the Gigafactory, but the headquarters going to be downtown, and um, I think it's great for the city. And there's so many good tax breaks for businesses to go out to um, some of these counties out near Reno, Story County, for example. Uh, but there's some massive, massive warehouses out there um, that are, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of jobs, and and they're pretty decent paying jobs, better than you know dealing blackjack at at Harris, and um, you know that's going to help Reno. I like the pace that Reno grows. I think it's a little, has more normalcy to it. Uh, we, you know, something that not a lot of people in the Bay Area are used to. But um, you know, Tesla's got a big, a big stake there, don't they? Mm-hmm. So roughly, get this. And I'm going to tie Tesla potentially failing because they're burning through cash to five years after the housing recovery began. 5.9 million Americans, borrowers, still owe more money on their mortgages than their homes are worth. The so-called negative equity rate in the United States, what do you think it is out of all the mortgages out there? 10%? 12%. It's down from 14% a year ago and down from 30% at its peak. It probably does not include what they call um, called virtual negative equity, where where you, you're you not negative on what you owe compared to the value, but you still don't have enough equity to refinance or you don't have enough credit um, or income for it. So there's there's uh, that number probably should be more closer to 20%. What's interesting to that to me is that's another reason home prices are staying higher because 12% of all homeowners are underwater and no one wants to sell and lose money. Um, no one wants to, so they hold on to it. The the good part of that whole story is that uh, mortgage delinquency is down to all-time lows. Okay. So and that's a really good part, and lenders are banking right now on uh, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, FHA. They're all in the black. Um, they're they're pulling in tons and tons of money right now, giving it back to the Treasury. Uh, if everybody remembers that, uh, they pulled the, the money back from the stockholders and part of the whole um, – you know, uh, a mortgage crisis that uh, the Treasury is benefiting immensely from billions and billions of dollars every year. Um, I wish they would give that money back to the homeowners in some way. We kind of are. We can't have, you know, with the low rates. I feel the low rates have benefited me. And yeah. I will say this. I think the last, you. the last five years where your life has become a nightmare as a mortgage lender, um, it's going to help the U.S. economy because people are qualified for their loans. Yeah. And but, well, for those people who are underwater, there's something called HARP, Home Affordable Refinance Program. So you can actually have up to 125, 150% negative value, and you can still refinance without mortgage insurance. So there are still programs that are offered that can help people like that, but uh, not a lot of people are using them. So Scott McGillery has invested in over 100 properties and even bought over 30 homes in one day on – He's a host of the HGTV show, Income Property. He does one thing before considering a real estate venture. 
a cash flow analysis. He says, I will never consider an investment property without first doing a cash flow analysis. I never want to get caught in the scenario where I may have to sell at a loss. If values aren't going up, I need to make sure there's cash flow so that I can profit continuously. What a piece of bull crap. Sticking with the the poop theme of the segment. (laughs) Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. So we're in summertime, right? And summertime is the time to savor that pina colada on the beach while you still can. Uh, Enjoy it. Savor it. You're going to spend the rest of your pain for it, it looks like. A recent study from LearnVest revealed that Americans take an average of six months to rebuild their finances after a vacation. Two-thirds of participants say they spend more on a week-long vacation than they do on a month's rent or mortgage. Three in four have used their credit cards to get some rest and relaxation, racking up an average of $1,100 in debt to finance a trip. So you need to prepare for the cost. So uh, you need to create a plan. Your summertime trip is the only thing that requires preparation. You should also draft a financial plan that considers your big picture goals. Um, a lot of money spent on vacations. A lot of money. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Travis Klanick has resigned as Uber CEO. Um, it obviously is a interesting time for the transition going on. Um, hours of drama between Uber's major investors, five of whom demanded his immediate resignation. Uh, during his tenure, there's been just a ton of complaints tied towards discrimination, sexual harassment, unprofessional behavior, bullying, harassment, other than uh, sexual uh, retaliation, uh, physical security, wrongful terminations. Uh, there's been issues where the U.S. government feels like uh, things are being hidden from um, the regulators and Uber's breaking the rules. So Uber's in crisis. Once a darling of technology, the $69 billion transportation firm is now lurching from scandal to scandal. Um in a state of constant damage control. So down goes um, Travis Klanick. Uh, before resigning, Klanick earlier this month announced an indefinite leave of absence following the death of his mother on a boating accident. Um, a couple people who have been suggested as successors, Sheryl Sandberg, the COO at Facebook, and Hewlett Packard Enterprise CEO Meg Whitman, um, as has AOL's uh, Tim Armstrong. So, um, who knows? Marissa Mayer, you know, she's not doing anything now that she's left uh, Yahoo. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Don't forget to have an event coming up in Burlingame on the 13th of July. Uh, it's a lunchtime event tied towards retirement and income. You can learn more by going to robblackshow.com. It's Show. When you sign up, use code RADIO25 to get in for free.
Call Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, market opportunities and bill pay. Updates on prepaid, underbanked market opportunity, mobile acceptance, cash check conversion. What am I talking about, right? Credit to debt transaction volumes. There's a lot going on out there with um, Visa, and they're going to have an analyst day tomorrow. And when you you know get into a scenario where you're analyzing a company and trying to do the very best you can to get a you know a feel for it, it really helps, in my opinion, to like list what you're looking for. Um, read the annual reports. Listen to quarter. Uh, read the quarterly reports. Listen to the conference calls. Get in on analyst days. Um, if you can, just to really get a good feel for what's going on out there. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, my goal is to try to get you to retirement uh, any way that I can. And uh, I think I do a nice job. Uh, I bring in CFP Chad Burton on a regular basis. Uh, he is a financial planner. He, he helps people plan for their retirement. Uh, it's pretty simple when you put it that way, right? Uh, but I think we all kind of need that uh, professional angle uh, to get ahead in life and kind of uh, motivate yourself uh, to know that retirement doesn't come easy and there's a lot you need to learn along the way. Uh, summertime vacations take up about, you know, uh, take up to six months to pay back. Um, 66% of people who go on vacation um, say that they're spending more than a month's rent. And they rack up about $1,100 of debt. Um, U.S. existing home sales unexpectedly rose in May. U.S. home resales unexpectedly rose May to the third highest monthly level in a decade after basically a chronic inventory shortage pushed the median home price to an all-time high. The number of homes on the market rose 2.1%, but supply was down 8.4% from a year ago. Housing inventory has dropped for 24 straight months on a year-over-year basis. Median price of a home now is sits at $252,800. It's a, almost a 6% jump from one year ago, reflecting the dearth of properties uh, on the market. A lot of people think oil prices can continue to go lower. Um, oil continued its month-long tailspin yesterday as the energy industry braced for the possibility that prices aren't stabilizing anytime soon. Falling prices could temporarily constrict the rapid growth of U.S. oil production, but a lot of energy experts don't expect a significant pullback. American oil producers have cut costs during the last downturn, spanning from late 2014 to 2016, which keeps them profitable even at lower prices uh, that might have been shut down uh, in a different scenario. Amazon's doing something pretty intriguing. They've got a new program called Prime Wardrobe, and they basically ship you a box of 3 to 15 items. Um, 
you try them on, you keep what you want, and you send the rest back. Uh, customers can return the items they don't want in a resealable box uh, with pre-printed shipping label. The order will come in. Pretty fascinating. So, in my opinion, that's pretty fascinating. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. AMD came out with uh, kind of a press release. They've got a new server chip called Epic. E-P-Y-C. And they've got glowing comments from computer makers on it, cloud computing operators and customers. Intel issued a statement vowing that the Xeon server chips will continue to be you know, the best all competitors. But AMD is not going quietly. And you know, AMD is one of those companies that it's good for Intel because it stops them from being a monopoly. But they stake a lot of their future on um, graphic chips. And uh, graphic processors have kind of come of age recently with the evolution of smart cars and the evolving nature of virtual reality. So AMD's uh, benchmark comparisons showed its chips beating others on the market. So you're seeing support from server companies like Hewlett Packard Enterprises and Dell, um, cloud computing operators like Microsoft and China's Baidu. Um, so one press release pushes that stock up 7%. NVIDIA's market in uh, their new semiconductor um, tied towards cryptocurrencies <clears throat> has pushed that stock up. NVIDIA's market in F- Ethereum GPUs uh, pushed up by 100 million in 11 days. So, um, price target is about 175 on it. It's a stock that I've talked about before in my Facebook Live post that I do. You can find my Facebook Live post by going to Cron4 Rob Black. It's Cron4 Rob Black or KDOW.biz. Um, and uh, on the KDOW, if you go to Facebook, you'll find the Facebook Lives there. So, like KDOW and you'll kind of figure it out from there. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Uh, taking a look at, you know, uh, markets right now, we kind of, it feels very summertime. So not a lot of big news stories out there. Uh, the big one today is Uber's Travis Kalanick is resigning as CEO. Um, great startup CEO, not a great bring the company public CEO. There's been... Too much contention, too much boy um, issues in the boardroom and just across the company with sexism, charges, and uh, other fraternity-like activities going on. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Planning for retirement can be complicated. There's lots to consider. But by narrowing your focus to a few key issues, you can maximize your retirement income and give yourself a much better chance of enjoying a comfortable retirement. I'm Rob Black, and on July 13th, I'll be in Burlingame for a special lunchtime event with CFP Chad Burton and attorney Michelle Lerman. We'll be discussing retirement income strategies and estate planning updates that you can use to get the most of your retirement nest egg. We'll cover passive versus active portfolio management, transitioning your portfolio from the accumulation phase to the income phase, which accounts to draw from first, measuring risk, estate planning tips for 2017, and more. That's Thursday, July 13th at the Doubletree in Burlingame. The event runs from 11 to 1 and includes lunch. And if you can stick around, we've also got a breakout bonus session where we'll give some retirement tips for the self-employed. 
Go to robblackshow.com for the details and to register. Cost is $25, and we'll waive that fee for KDOW listeners. Just use promo code RADIO25 when you register at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com, promo code RADIO25. Hope to see you there. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.